The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, The wedding guests cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one sews a piece of unshrunken cloth on an old cloak, for the patch pulls away from the cloak, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins, otherwise the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we read from the Old Testament prophet Amos. He's one of the minor prophets. We are in chapter 9. Amos was an ordinary farmer, a dresser of sycamore trees, and God called him to be a prophet to the northern ten tribes who were experiencing much prosperity at the time, but the wealthy classes were oppressing the poorer classes, and there was much injustice in the land. They were also engaged in idolatry. And as a result, Amos was tasked by God to bring a warning to the people that they must change, even though they think they are prospering. In fact, they are in great danger. And as usual in the Old Testament, the people do not listen. As a result, within 30 years, Assyria will come in and destroy the 10 northern tribes, scatter the people, and it will be the wealthy classes who will be the first to be taken into exile. But this is not a final punishment. It's more remedial because God will leave a remnant of faithful Israelites who will keep the covenant and rebuild the nation on that faith. That's how we get to this chapter in which God is actually speaking to the prophet Amos about the future time when he will restore the house of David. Notice what he says here. The time is surely coming, says the Lord, when the one who plows shall overtake the one who reaps, and the treader of grapes the one who sows the seed. The mountain shall drip sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. This is one of several prophecies regarding the Messianic age, which will come, and at that time there will be such joy that there will be an abundance of wine. We only have to remember Isaiah in his famous chapter 25, prophecy of the messianic banquet where he says on this mountain God will gather all the elect and prepare a feast of food and fine wines for all the people a banquet the best of meals the best of wines at that time every tear will be wiped away and all sins forgiven and the people will say see this is our God this is the one we hoped in he has come to save us well, this is all fulfilled, as we know, in the New Testament. When Jesus begins his ministry, the first miracle in the Gospel of John is at the wedding feast of Cana. 
Mary prompts the miracle where she notices that they've run out of wine. Again, an indication that at that time the Old Testament Israelites were still engaged in much sin and God's presence was absent. But there is Jesus, and he says, fill the six stone jars with water to the brim. And then we know he changes it into not just any wine, but the finest of wines. Each of those stone jars contained 20 to 30 gallons, so there was an abundance of wine. We are in this new age. We are called to partake of this new wine, which is, of course, the Eucharist, and celebrate our salvation. In today's Gospel from Matthew chapter 9, Jesus refers to the fact that this is not the proper time to mourn. The disciples of John the Baptist had come to him saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus says the wedding guests cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is there present. The bridegroom is here, Jesus Christ. It's Jesus, the bridegroom, who changed that water into wine because it was the bridegroom who had the responsibility of making sure wine was present. How do we maintain this openness to joy at a time when we know there's much sadness in the world? Jesus says in today's gospel, you cannot put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the aged wineskins will burst wine will be lost. God is calling us to renew our soul through the act of confession, sacrament of reconciliation. And this newness of life, this fact that we are born again, is the new wineskins. Let us rejoice as we come forward to receive Christ and acknowledge that we are in this new messianic age. We have the good news. Let us proclaim it with joy and invite others to this wedding feast. Our bridegroom is here and he's wanting us to be part of this great marriage, the wedding supper of the Lamb, which is the ultimate destiny of all the saved in heaven, as the book of Revelation states. <laughs>